you're listening to Perfectly Scarred. This is the place where we are sharing our scars through various stories and testimonies. The mission of Perfectly Scarred is to encourage you to know that your scars matter and it is important to share with others so that they too can walk in freedom. So let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of Perfectly Scarred Podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Nelson, and today I have with me Miss Veronica Boudreaux. Make sure I pronounced that correctly. Um, as you see in the title, we're today we're going to talk about postpartum and how to overcome. Miss um, Veronica is actually, uh, I found her on Instagram and through, I, I don't know how we came across each other, but that's yeah. beside the point but she is my trainer so she's my fitness trainer so uh and she just had her fourth child and so I've watched her overcome and just get back into training and then training herself and then just being a mother uh, a true inspiration to me um to say hey you can do it and and so she's a true inspiration. So I just wanted her to join me in this conversation. Uh, I needed an expert, and what what better is than experience? Yes. <laughs> so, yes. so uh, Miss Veronica, can you just introduce yourself for me? Okay. So my name is Veronica Boudreaux, and I am a wife. I'm a mom of four, and um, I'm 29. For some people, I think I'm much older than that, but yeah, I'm 20 because I have so many children. But yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm 29. And um, what else? Oh yeah, I'm a trainer. I do online training right now. I did like in-person training before, but I do focus on um, training online. So I'm originally from Dallas. Well, I was born in Colorado. I'm a, but I lived in Dallas about half of my life. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. just about half, yeah. Dallas, Texas, and I kind of live in Houston, Texas. Well, like I said, today we're just going to be talking. She's just going to share with us her journey, and I'll ask a couple questions because y'all know I have no idea about postpartum. I do not have children, <laughs> but I felt it on my heart to discuss it um, because I know a lot of people who dealt with it and dealing with it, and how can we encourage those women who are walking through it currently. Um, and so this is for you. And also I have male listeners uh, understand you can still listen because you you, <laughs> you can get information too, because I am going to ask how her husband um, has, you know, walked through it with her. So don't just shut it off just yet. Just let us, you know, talk as women, but you know, get the information that you need to help your relationship be successful. Um, So Veronica, can you just share with us a little bit of your background and um, how long you've been in church and and everything, all the good stuff, all of that stuff. Okay. So I'm trying to keep it somewhat short, (laughs) this part. Mm -hmm. So um, when I was much younger, I was in church off and on. So Mm -hmm. my dad went to church, my mom did not. So when my parents were together, I was actively going to church with my dad. And mm-hmm. then um, my dad, amazing. Like he, it was, um, so it was five of us girls and of us five, it was four of us that he brought to church with him, the four mm-hmm. older ones. 
Mm-hmm. And um, my dad did our hair, got us dressed. We had a lot of hair. Yes. <laughs> get us dressed, do our hair and everything. I remember like he would like um, do the little lotted body, put the rollers on, every, all that. Wow. And so, um, yeah, he um, took us to church with him. And um, so it was gaps where I was in church and then I wasn't in church when I was younger. I would go to church because my dad um, went to church. And then even when we got a little, a little bit older, um, it would be ladies at the church. They were like friends of the family or family member. We will go and spend the weekend with them and they will get us dressed up and they will bring us to church with them. And so, um, yeah, I I really, if it wasn't for my dad and, um, I would not be in church. So (laughs) I'm really, I'm really grateful for that. And then, um, so um, I grew up um, in a Baptist church. I have a strong legacy. My um, great grandfather, I went to the church I used to go to was over 100 years old, first of all. So it's wow. a very rich legacy. It was my great grandfather. Yeah. Um, now it's my great uncle who's a pastor of that church. And then um, I was very involved in ministry. I was ended up being the president of the youth department. I was in the choir, I was an, I was an usher. Um, name it. I was on actually <laughs> taught Sunday school. Um, anything you know, see a need, feel a need. Like anything yeah. that can be done. I really said no. <laughs> yeah, I just did that. And so fast forward, got to college, and I'm like, okay, I need to find a church to go yeah. to. And um, yeah, and started going to church with um, it was a one young lady name was Alexis. And um, yeah, it was a Pentecostal church. It was my first experience ever. Wow. <laughs> and it shocked me, it scared me. <laughs> but <laughs> that's my first initial. But uh, yeah, after learning more and more about it, and I'm stubborn, very, very stubborn, not easily convinced about anything. <laughs> but um, yeah, I started learning more and more about it. And I was like, you know what? This is it. This yeah. is it. And so that was about like 2011 and so I've been in church so in the Pentecostal church um what is that about 11 years I guess yeah yeah yeah. yes so yeah so yeah I've been in yeah how long have you been uh married so I've been married for uh over nine years a little over nine years. Okay. Okay. So y'all y'all got married right right after y'all. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got a little. I got a little bit. I got a part way through college <laughs> before we got. Married. So we actually got married in college. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. That's a good. That's a good story. Uh. So when did you when did you decide to become a trainer? Like what what how was that okay so um so first of all a little bit of background on that so growing up I um I've always I ran track Mm -hmm. I did um I did a little bit of basketball mostly like street ball yeah (laughs) I um I did gymnastics I did volleyball and I did boxing I was always very active. If you ask my family and friends, they would describe me as muscular. I'm the muscular sibling. <laughs> so, um, 
so yeah, I've always been just very active. And um, I think um, after having my, I didn't have any issues with my weight or anything like that. It was just, mm-hmm. I mean, I never you know, imagined like that that was not an issue. I was very active. And so I just never had an issue with my weight. And then after right. I had my first child, um, I was like, okay, I got to get back in shape. And so I, I got to the point, I was like, oh my goodness, I couldn't even run or I was so heavy. I don't know what was going on. And I was like, I'm just, I just, maybe I was thinking at the time, I'm just too heavy. So I couldn't even jog. And I'm like, okay, yeah. this is not right. And so I just shifted the gear, started doing re- researching. And I was like, okay, got myself into shape. And it was easy. <laughs> and uh, during that time, I had my first child. And then um, I started helping other people get, mm-hmm. you know, I had, you know, all the advice, started helping other people trying to get back in shape. And then my husband started his like fitness business. I work with him and work with some of his clients, like some clients they're trying to get, they're trying to um, make weight for like the military or um, trying to stay, keep the energy high and trying to keep their weight, um, trying to bring their weight down for like jujitsu competition or something like that. So I helped with him with like the nutrition piece and I enjoyed it. I like doing that. And, and then, um, during the pandemic is when I actually was like, it would seem like the perfect time to start training. Right. And so right. that's when I actually started I my actual fitness business. It was, what is that, like yeah. 2019? <laughs> that, whenever yeah. that started. <laughs> so that was actually started, but I was already um, actively like helping my husband with some of his clients and stuff like that. And then always, always had a passion like, for getting back into shape. I just like being active and I like nutrition. That's something I've always enjoyed. And so, yeah, it just started 2019. I was like, let's see how this goes. And my niche is somewhat, sometimes it's changing. And, (laughs) but um, yeah, so that's how I got started with that. Okay, okay. I I like how, um, you know, one thing that I'm finding out and the one thing that I've prayed for because I was raised in apostolic and, and you kind of have um, only pulpit ministries, you know, that's okay. all I really saw growing up. It's just like, where, so where does that leave me? And I think that God is showing me, especially since I came home and came back, like he's showing me how so many different people are operating in their gifts and it's more to building a body um, in Christ just behind a pulpit it's more than just singing it's more and so that's what i love about uh when i came across your your content and then your husband's i've seen his you know what they y'all do together and how y'all work together and that's just another form of ministry that you have and so it's like i can make a difference within the body and and i and so I, i i thank you for um, following that and and just making it available for us women because it is needed so yeah, I'm getting chills just thinking about that because like I think about it like this like I am I'm a Christian mm-hmm. but even though I, I have all these different things and I feel like what I do is going to bleed out into those things and you right. know um, I'm not pushing you know what I believe I'm never pushing what I believe or anyone else Right. But I mean, people 
they might ask questions and they just, I just, for me, I'm like, I want them to feel like I, I love you. Like, I want you yeah. to feel that love. I want you to feel that commitment. I want you to feel like, you know, I'm looking out for you and my beliefs and the fact that, that Jesus that's in me, I want you to be able to feel that, like to right. see that and then right. maybe they'll, maybe they'll draw you in and maybe you'll be interested and maybe you have questions and, you know, one thing leads to another but I mean this is the life we have to live this life and so right. and I happen to be a Christian and so it's gonna you're gonna see it in every in everything <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah it's cool I, I like it like I said I like it I'm look I'm trying to get my life you know you trying to help me get my life together yeah. and whew, but but hey but it, it just goes to show that it, there is not just it's not just within the walls, but it's on right. the outside as well. And making a difference in your neighborhood, in your community, you know, yeah. and with nutrition. And because let me tell you something about us Christians. Mm-hmm. We can eat. We, we can like, we like to eat. Yeah. We like to eat. We sure we don't, like when we talk, look, it's, yep. when we talk about self-control, mm. you know, eating is, is yeah. one of those things. We don't talk about that part. It's yeah. just the other stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good and not drinking and not smoking and all that stuff. Right. But when it comes to food, it's not as easy. <laughs> but all to be an all-rounded person, we have to make sure that we're eating right. We have to make sure that we take care of ourselves. Um, and that helps with our emotional, you know, and so that's what we're going to get into. And we're going to move into that that phase of it of this yeah. conversation. So Veronica, can you just share like your process on postpartum or if you have you dealt with postpartum depression like was that something that you um dealt with when you had your children so I will say this I don't know if I ever dealt with that specifically I never had like a diagnosis or anything like that Mm -hmm. but I will say that because also it took me some time to realize after having children because um you know a lot of stuff your parents don't tell you you just right it just happens to you and then yeah. you it out. <laughs> so um, I will say that I felt like I felt off. That's the mm-hmm. best way I can describe it. Like I didn't feel like myself. Yeah. And um, and what I did was I um, <coughs> when I was feeling like that, I started. It was like stuff that I usually like to do that I did not want to do. And it was like, I felt weird. That's, um, that's the best way to, I can describe it. And so when I feel like that, I've learned to make myself do the things that I need. Like I make myself get up out the bed, get myself together. Um, yeah. I go outside mm-hmm. and make, and I like to go outside. So even if I don't feel like it, I make, I make it in, um, put in my schedule to go outside, go for a walk that fresh right. air and that sunlight just does something for me. And I know there's a lot of hormonal things involved with that. And then also um, exercising helps regulate the hormones. And then um, how I eat, how I eat. So I'm trying to eat. I'm not like going to like super strict dieting and things, but I'm eating balanced meals, you know, right. eating right. for my body and stuff. Cause I am breastfeeding too. And so, you know, I make sure I, I do that and all those things help to regulate those hormones. So, you know, have a baby, your hormones are trying to, you know, they're yeah. trying to adjust and take some time. So I really think it's important to realize, like, 
your hormone when you start when I was feeling like okay I feel off okay so I'm not right I feel weird um my I, I realized that also helped me to realize that these are my hormones trying to adjust and so let right. me do what I can to help you know regulate that process um even more and so you know those that's what I did and I feel like that made the the it made a difference and then eventually I was like okay I feel like myself now you know so yeah okay. So when someone is, so as far as with yours, it never was um, very severe to the right. point where you had to go to the doctor, but you did feel different. Yes. And was that with every child, your first child, or did it just, um, was it different? It's different with every child. I think um, like, Cause like I said, I didn't even know what was going on. I didn't know like postpartum depression was a thing. I'm not saying that's exactly what I had because I never mm -hmm. had a diagnosis, but I can, I did, you know, I did feel off and I was, it could have been a lack of sleep. Also getting that sleep too can throw off your hormones, throw off everything. But um, yeah, I didn't, it wasn't, I actually had a diagnosis or feel like, I couldn't tell, like, I wouldn't know. I, I think back and I'm thinking that's maybe that could have been it. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, um, you know, just more, I just need to get more hormones and check <laughs> before yeah. it got to that point. Cause you know, a lot of women, they might experience that, you know, at three years or so after even having a child, like it, it can last, <laughs> it can get started after you have a child, then it can go for a long time. Yeah. And I saw something. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you follow her, but Jackie Hill Perry, yes. she oh, yes. she posted something the other day and it was uh, pre is it pre pre natal? Yeah, I never even heard of that. But then when yeah. she was thinking about when she said about that, I, I think about some of my experiences with during pregnancy. I'm like, I wonder if I was dealing with some of that, but I'm not sure. And like I said, I've got through it. So yeah. it wasn't that bad. But I do recommend like if you um if you can't if you're doing all that you can and you cannot seem to kick like whatever you you feeling, then you need yeah. to go and tell your midwife, your um OBGYN, whoever your health care provider is and they will help you because they they're like I don't remember with this pregnancy like they are they always ask you like they're better about this I think especially since the COVID stuff like mm -hmm. they are like they are like way better about they ask you so many times are you okay are you you know are you feeling they make you fill out a chart yeah. several times like every time yeah. even my postpartum visits they have me fill out a chart make, making sure I'm, I'm okay I'm feeling okay and stuff like that and say if something changes call me you know mm -hmm. let me know but they're big about that now but yeah that is the thing that I didn't even know existed <laughs> right that people have um women deal with depression during mm -hmm. their um during pregnancy yeah. And then, of course, in after pregnancy, I've had I had actually had a family member that was struggling with um, postpartum depression, and I don't mm -hmm. think that's she didn't realize that's what it was, and she was telling me this isn't that. I was like, um, you need to tell your doctor, and yeah. then you need to see. And then she talked to her doctor, and they gave prescribed her some medicine. And she's like, I feel great now, and that's what it took for her. 
Right. You know, they might not be like, what it takes for everybody, but that's what yeah. it took for her. So you get the help. You're not powerless. So get the help that you need. That's that's one thing I've learned. You know, get the help that you need. Right. So as a trainer, how can, how do you help your clients um, get back to that? You know, themselves in that way. Like if you know they had a baby, have you ever had to walk somebody through that? Yes. So I always, with all my clients, I meet that person where they are. You know, mm-hmm. this is what are you dealing with? And then also I, um, I'm always thinking about like, what, what can help you get back on track? Cause it's different for every, for everyone. Right. You know, so like, what does it look like for you? So it might be like, okay, you're walking, you're going for a walk or, um, maybe we need to talk about, maybe you're struggling with, um, not feeling like you want to get up and do the things that you need to do to reach yeah. to reach the goals that you say you have. And so I'm like, okay, why, why aren't you doing these things? And I have to deal a lot of times I have to deal with the emotional part of, right. you know, what my client might be dealing with to get to, cause it's like a be to get that behavior change. Cause it's all like behavior. You gotta, mm-hmm. it's all in the head. You gotta get in the head and try to figure out, okay, why you're not, why aren't you doing this? Okay. Right. Okay. Then, okay. Then we can talk about, okay, what we need to do to help you make those changes so that you can do whatever it is that you need to do. The goal, you know that, because it's easy to sit and be sad and be like, oh, I can't do this. Or I'm upset with this. Okay. What's the solution? I'm solution driven. <laughs> yes. We got stuff we got to do. We got kids we got to take care of, you know, we got I'm solution driven. And so I, I do like to talk about, I have to yeah. talk about if there's something up in their mind that's bothering them, got to address it. Cause otherwise, I mean, your behavior is not going to change. Right. And right. Um, there's no action going to be stuck. It's no action is going to be t- going to take place for every, for you to make those changes that you need to make so you can reach your goal. But yeah, I always have to discuss the emotional state of whether it's, of postpartum issues or not like I do have to discuss that their emotional state to help them to move forward to take that next step forward right right and like I said you this is you just had your fourth child yes how did you how did you do it I'm just trying I'm just trying to see like how how is this I mean but it let me let me stop right there because I act like my mama has had six kids Okay. So, (laughs) but when I say we had conversations that it was like, she didn't know that that's what it was, Yeah, you know, because Mm -hmm. I mean, that generation didn't talk about it. Yeah. And, and I think that that's why it's important for us to talk about it Yeah, because it's like, this is what this is. You, you're normal. It's, it's okay. Like you're, and so I can't. But to have three other children mm-hmm. and how, how did you, how did you maneuver that emotionally knowing that you had to be there for them? So, like I said, I'm solution driven. So I'm like, okay, I got to, and also I have my husband. Mm-hmm. He's very helpful. And um, over the years, um, you know, like, I have to learn, first of all, you need help, you you ask for help. And men, they don't read, they can't read your mind. You feel like they should. 
<laughs> Why you can't read my mind? But you have, I'm very, I was very, I got to the point where I learned I was very specific with what I needed help from right. my husband. I'm like very specific. And then like, I can give you an example. Another issue I had was I was so, I think because I was so tired, I'm not sure exactly what it was, but I could not remember to eat. After I had hmm. the baby, I was not, um, not this time, but like the first two pregnancies, I was, um, I could not remember to eat or drink water, nothing like that. And so my milk supply was always like really, really low because it's very important like you eat enough food and you drink enough water at the beginning to establish right. a good milk supply. Right. And um, I didn't know, I didn't know, but thankfully I had my mother-in-law at the time she, I was with her and she um, would fix me food. I didn't even know, like, I didn't ask for food or nothing like that. She just knew, I think she just knew um, she's not eating and be fixing some food. She would just fix me before she would leave or anything like that. She would like fix me some food. Like it would be like, yeah. some, I remember she fixed me like a rotisserie, it was like rotisserie chicken and like some, a nice balanced meal, some lettuce some a salad or and some I forgot what else it was but it was very good and I appreciated it but at the time I was like I was like wow not not even hungry I didn't it didn't even register to me I wasn't even hungry nothing like that so I had her help and then um I had a a doula um and I she was the free services I got from her um mm -hmm. but she we um during the time I was going to see my midwife she would tell me we would discuss these things because right. I mean, she, she has experience with dealing with a lot of different women. So I would tell her, you know, I'm not eating. And she would tell me, you know, set an alarm. Set an alarm to make sure you eat and make sure you drink your water. Right. If you don't feel like you're hungry and you don't feel like you're thirsty, then you need to set an alarm because you are, you do need to eat and you need to drink water. Yes. So I did that. And then also she she recommended that I um, cook ahead of time and freeze meals. And yeah. so I did that too. And um, that, and then, yeah, I was very clear um, with my husband, like what it is I need him to help me with. Yeah, then anybody who's like, oh, I want to help you, I want to help you, then yeah, okay, this is how, you want to help me? Can you come <laughs> by so I can get in the shower while you, <laughs> while the baby is asleep? <laughs> can you just come by, just watch, watch, oh, come by and wash my dishes. You want to, well, sometimes they be like, what can I do? Some. You know, you have those friends you can keep kind of gauge who's yeah. gonna come over and just make your bow tie. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Who's gonna come over and actually be of help? And you let those friends come over. <laughs> like I had a friend, she's like, I'm gonna cook you some beans. Cause I couldn't eat beans when I was pregnant. I love beans. And she was like, I'm gonna cook you a pot of beans. I was like, thank you. So that was <laughs> I didn't she wanted to do that. And so yeah, she fixed me a pot of beans. I we enjoyed it, but um like ask for help. When you need help, people who offer are offering you help, get the help that you need, do what you can. Like I say, you're not powerless. Don't just sit on your hands. Don't act like you can't, don't feel like you can't do anything because you can. You yeah. Do, um, but yeah, so that, I had to learn that though. You know, it took right. my third child for me to figure it out. <laughs> to right. figure well, well, somebody with their first child, they getting some gems and, and so, yeah. and that's what I, you know, that's what I love about podcasts and, and these things, because it's teaching us the things that we've had to learn over years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's teaching you in, in the midst of 30 minutes, like, yes. don't do what I did. Like, right. You have to do too take, much research. Here you, here yeah. you go. <laughs>
yeah. but I like that. That's that's good practical uh, advice. Uh, as far as with your husband, how other than like how did he support you through those changes in with your body and everything like that? Okay, so now um, of course I'm sure he's biased. <laughs> But like my husband, like he always, he's um, always shown me that, you know, he's still attracted to me no matter mm-hmm. what level I'm at. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm on the extra, extra thicker side, I'm <laughs> on the, you know, my skinny mini side. And so, yeah, yeah I've always been, I'm always fluctuating. I mean, I've been having children since 2013. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm always, I've been on this. Um, I, it's always rocky and so like yeah. yeah so he's helped me with that and then um yeah with my body change something like that he's always assured assured me like you know that's not why, a, that don't bother, now, that's not a problem I, for me <laughs> right I'm gonna ask you why is that important for me to understand um like, because helping us do ourselves that. up a lot because my husband can tell me you know what I can I can be like, I'm hard on myself. I can be like, I don't like this. I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do that. And he was like, um, I, I'm just going to be hard on myself. Even if, even with, even when he's telling me, you know what? That is not a problem for me. You know, all that stuff. I don't even know how to worry about that. <laughs> and um, so that helps. That's reassurance for me. It's like, it takes some of the weight off. Because of course I am my main, one of my main concerns is what my husband thinks about me. Right. And then, so that kind of takes off that pressure. Yeah. Like, okay, so it, I, now I can figure out like, okay, I need to get back in shape because for my children and this is and that, you know. So that kind of takes the weight off and it's like, okay, it's not too, too bad, okay. Because right. I'm still going to be hard on myself. You know, yeah. it's still easy for us to be hard on ourselves. But that that's very important. Like, and sometimes they don't, some men don't know exactly how. Um, but yeah, just reassure your wife <laughs> that you know she is fine how she is you know mm-hmm. and uh even like not being so hard because i'm i can be i'm very hard on myself i'm like okay i need to do this i need to do that i need to do this i need to do yes. this like you know it's for what you know for what you know he's always reminding me like okay it's not that serious because <laughs> i think everything is very serious <laughs> i you know, I'm one. I'm one of those people. I, I'm hard on myself too. Like I, if I don't, and but I find like if I'm super hard on myself, I probably won't do it yeah. because I get oh, I overwhelm myself to the point where I like, and then it's just like, well, I, I just give up. Just life yeah. is over. Like, <laughs> yeah. let me go lay down and eat these cookies um, because I just I'm just that hard on myself. Yes, and mm-hmm. yeah. So that was that's very helpful. Was there anything else that he did? Because like I said, I got male listeners, so they they, okay. Okay. they need to know. Um, <laughs> so another thing that helped is like, um, as far as like, he will ask me if I say, um, he can kind of maybe can tell, he's like, um, do you need to go take a walk while I watch the kids? Or he's always asking, or do you want me to take the kids with me? Or... Um, anything like that of course um, you know he's self-employed he has a very flexible schedule so he's like you you want me to take them with me or just different stuff he's trying to see how he can help me 
you know, if I'm feeling some type of way or he feel like I need a break or something like that, he's always asking me. Yeah. And to be honest, lately, I don't feel like I need a break. I like to try to figure stuff out, like with my, like if I'm going for a walk, I like to take my kids with me, right. something like that. But he's always asking. Yeah. And he's always like, are you okay? He's yeah. always making sure um, that I'm all right. So yeah. even if I don't complain about anything or say anything, he's still going to ask me to make sure I'm okay. And yeah. I think that's important um, that, you know, you you love your wife, you read her and try to figure out, even though she's saying, um, maybe, let me see what I can do to help. Because she, she might not right. even know what you need for, to do to help. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I, my mother-in-law, how she fixed me that food. I didn't know I needed her to fix me that food. She knew, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Just see, just, you know, pay attention and try to, and ask, and just try to see what you can do to help. And That's awesome. Kind of like a, hey, hey we're, trying to, we're trying to save marriages over here on that, yeah. in that. Yeah. And us as women, we have to remember not to expect people our husband to read our minds it's not happening <laughs> sometimes he don't know and you need to tell him and that's on us like if i something going on and i know and i don't say anything that's on me because how, yeah. how he gonna be mama that's not fair yeah. so <laughs> so yeah so you gotta open your mouth <laughs> you were right about that yeah i think w- one more question because i i know uh you you mom and and all the things and and so well probably two more questions but how should um why is this important for us to talk about in within the church okay so um first of all like dealing with the the depression type stuff like that that can be very it's a spectrum because people, women can go through depression, don't know what's going on with them, and they get to the point where they're actually suicidal. Mm-hmm. And so, and they don't know before it can get to that point, like if they knew, like, okay, this is something your body is just, your body just going through hormonal changes, like you can do something about that. It's not like you just sad for, you know, for for no reason and you just, you don't know what's going on with you. There's something happening to your body and that's why you're feeling this way. But, um, you know, we don't, you don't talk about that. You just, you know, it's hard for you to realize, okay, this is just a season mm-hmm. that I'm in. And also you don't think, you don't think up to go and get asked for help because you think that, okay, what's going, what's wrong? Like you have no clue of what's wrong and so you just think like you know something is wrong with me and I'm just sad I'm just mad or whatever and you don't think to ask for help right ask that mother um did you go through this you know you think you're the only one no you're not you're going through something not time to 10 somebody else going through the same thing you're not the only one so it's important to realize like you are not (laughs) the only one going through this so um and so a woman can be going through that and then can freely talk to another mother and be yeah. like, okay, I'm going through this. Okay, this is what I, I recommend. You know, you should do this, you could do that. Because um, like I said, I didn't know none, a lot of stuff I went through. <laughs> and I could talk some more about some of the other stuff I went through. I had yeah. no clue 
I had no clue. And I didn't think to go and talk to anyone about it. Like, I mean, a lot of the stuff that I went through, I don't think I, I don't know if I talked to anyone about it. What was one of those things? So, uh, well, with the, the dealing with the hormonal things coming off, I don't think I talked to anyone about that because uh-huh. I had to think back and realize that was that what that's what happened. That's um that's what I was dealing with. I had to think back. Yeah. And so I'm just now, probably just now talking about that. And then so another thing that I that happened that I had no clue about was postpartum hair loss. Mm. So um yeah, I was I dealt with that with at least I don't know if I'm gonna deal with it again because it's very <laughs> a very mel- very well may happen again, but I had dealt with it with um two of my children where right. what happened is um you get this beautiful thick luscious hair when you're pregnant and you think you think you're gonna keep that hair no nah, you're not about to keep you think you got all that luscious hair you're gonna keep hold on to it. oh no yeah soon it's gonna fall out because what happens is your hair stops shedding when you're pregnant sometimes because of hormonal changes yeah and so you just keep that beautiful hair you just you know um it's just thick thick hair you know yeah. you're thicker than as usual like hmm, yeah this baby gave me this beautiful hair oh you gonna have to let go of it though so, <laughs> you know they don't tell you that you know yeah. and none of my nobody in my family went through that i had asked all my siblings it was like no that didn't happen that didn't happen to me i'm like what yeah. is going on when is it going to stop i kind of freaked out a little bit at first <clears throat> but um i figured out that you know this is a normal thing and so what happens so what happens when your hair is shedding super super fast because you know your edges tend to be less dense and so it yeah. looks like it's like your hair you're losing your hair on the around the edges of your hair that that's part is not fun <laughs> and so I had to wear hairstyles to hide yeah. the hair um the hair thing on my edges and then I will wear headbands and stuff like that and um with that um I want to encourage women to say you're not going to go bald <laughs> and that eventually it's just a season. It's just a process. Your body's just trying to go back to, to this um, normal state and you're going to get your normal thickness of hair. You know, it's just going back to how, how it was. And so like I had one of my, my sister actually called me, <laughs> was like, Oh, she just had a baby. She, um, she's older than me, but she never went through, um, mm-hmm. the, postpartum hair loss with her other children her other her other boys are teenagers and she didn't go through that she was freaking out and I'm glad I was able to calm her down it's like this is just a process and eventually yeah. it'll stop you know yeah. that's what it is yeah. and um that and then what else I had wrote some down so I can remember what else oh yeah so another thing with breastfeeding I did not know what I was doing and I um, struggled a lot with trying to figure out the proper technique and I had like clogged milk ducts and all kinds of stuff. Ooh. I remember having um, just all kinds of stuff. It was very painful and I had no idea um, what to do. And so I called, they have like free lactation consultants. Yeah. And I was bad. It's a free number you can call. And I talked to them so many times with all my different issues. 
and I would um, they would help me the best way yeah. they could. And then sometimes, like you know, okay, that didn't help. That didn't help. They try, try to give you different things to try. And then um, sometimes it'll be I get a good instinct, like let me try this. And then finally, okay, it works. <laughs> Mm. So um, I will say that, yeah, that was, I had, I struggled with that up until my third child. And um, yeah, that was, that was difficult. Now it's just second nature. It's like, it's easy, but I had to go through those growing pains and trying to um, figure and figuring stuff out before it became um, easy like it is now. But um, definitely I recommend like, um, they always give you the information for a lactation consultant, but call call them. Yeah. <laughs> Get all the help that you need and try different stuff. And um, but yeah, that can be it can be a challenge and just um just stick with it <laughs> as long as you can and um yeah, it'll be worth it. So yes, that's good. And do you do you have any extra any other advice for or encouragement for maybe the young lady who um is just a a new mother going going through this and trying to just find her way yes so i want to encourage you by saying that um you know this is a season when you, after you have your baby, you're going through a, a season. And I think it's important that you try to enjoy that season as much mm-hmm. as you can. Because you will be tired, but you're not going to always be tired. And you might feel like, you know, like for me, I, I lost a lot of muscle and picked up a lot of body fat. But that's not going to always be the case. You know, right now, this is in a state, I'm in a state of recovery, you know, recovering. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I didn't quote unquote um, for those of you into fitness, like I didn't, I had to get myself out of thinking that I lost all my results. No, I didn't lose all my results. I'm just in a different season right now. I was growing a baby and now I'm not. <laughs> and so I'm in a season of recovering. Yeah. God blessed me with this beautiful baby to take mm-hmm. care of. And so that's what I'm gonna focus on. That's my main goal right now. And so, um, and you are not powerless. You are not right. powerless. Um, and if you need help, ask for it. You know, ask for it. People, you know, people in your life who want to help you, who want to come over, they want to help you fix your food, they want to bring you something. You know, let them people help you. You know, and tell, let your husband know what you need help with. He cannot read your mind. Right. <laughs> right. Let him know um, right. that you need help, and um, yeah, just focus on loving that baby and know that this is a season. This is a season right. and enjoy this season. Trust me, enjoy this season. Because it go by fast. Yes. And then also, if, you, if you're trying to figure out, you know, you're feeling off and you're feeling like, okay, I'm not feeling like myself and you're struggling, you're feeling too overwhelmed, then you, um, and you've done all that you could do, then you tell your provider, you tell your health provider and they will, you know, um, to help you, um, cause you gotta be able to take care of your children, you know? Right. And so, um, there is help for you. You're not powerless. And so get the help that you need, <laughs> get the help that you need. Cause 
you know, you need to be taking care of your beautiful little babies and you need to be there for your yes. husband. And so, yeah, do whatever it is that you need to do yeah. so you can do that. So, yeah, yeah that's the. All right, then. Well, Ms. Veronica, where can the people find you? Okay. Your services. What, let, let, let us know what you what you do. Okay. So you can find me on um, Instagram and you can find me on YouTube. I finally got a YouTube channel. <laughs> and you can also find me on um, TikTok. I'm trying to, that's for the younger younger people. I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> but it's all, you can just search Veronica Boudreaux, my name. Veronica Boudreaux, B-O-U-D-R-E-A-U-X. Okay. <laughs> and you'll find me. And um, I, like I said, my niche is somewhat changing, but I um, like to provide um, information on how, to, for women, on how to, um, you know, get into shape and uh, lose weight in a way that's sustainable for, um, for you. You know, fitness don't always have to be about going hard in the gym. 24 seven, you know, <laughs> you can work out from home, you know, and so I try to make it make sense. Um, yeah. Cause like me as a mother, you know, I have to make it make sense with, with the children I have and all the other stuff that I'm doing, running business, stuff like that. So yeah, that's what I, that's what I strive to do. And so, yeah, you can find me all those different platforms. Just type in my name, Veronica Boudreaux, Instagram and TikTok is Veronica Boudreaux underscore, <laughs> but you should be able to type in my name. You should be able to find Yes, yes. And I will put all her information in description. Go check her page out. Even if you're not ready, even if you're not ready to take that step yet, as far as in the in the fitness, just go check it out and see because if you are a parent and you are a stay-at-home mom and you're trying to figure out have time, you maybe don't have time to go to the gym. She gets she has a lot of videos that will help you um you know, get to your goals that you, even if it's just taking a walk and doing a little couple of exercises, right. you know, it's, we're in the season that we want to take care of self. We got to take care yeah. of self because if you can't take care of self, then how can you take care of them babies? And so, right. Exactly. Yeah. I try to provide as much free information as I can. That's why yeah. I'm doing more YouTube. And so, but yeah, I do have different programs and I do offer group, um, coaching that's what um that's that, that's what Kayla is doing right now and then I have on one-on-one and different stuff like that but yeah I try to provide as much free information as I can you can always message me directly and I can see what I can help you with but yeah yeah all right then well I want to thank you for joining me in this conversation it was it's very it was light it was good it was good information um and so I just appreciate you coming on and joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my goodness. I'm I'm so excited. I'm so <laughs> glad that you asked me. I just feel I feel special. <laughs> you should. You should. You doing you doing wonderful work. So we gotta we gotta get the information out there. <laughs>